Hi, I'm Sung Ray. I'm something else. Here at Black Girl Soul, a podcast where we discuss the Asian dramas we love from a Black female perspective. We are looking to be entertained, to learn about other cultures, and share our passion for these shows. Welcome. Hello, everyone. This is Black Girl Soul. I am something else with Sung Ray. And today, Sung Ray is going to break down what I normally would call a reality show, quote unquote, reality show called Singles Inferno. But Sung Ray may correct me. I don't know if technically it's a reality show, according to. They call them variety shows, but you know. There you go. See, I, I, listen, she she already knows. She's the queen of this. <laughs> trust. Because I'm not watching all of these. She be stacking them like five, ten of these. Like, oh, did you catch this variety show? And that wouldn't. I'm like, nah, ma'am. I know <laughs> I need to, but I haven't. So I'm not putting the onus on her to convince me. But I really am looking forward to this episode because I want to hear about this one since it's popular. And I want to know why folks like Sun Ray really enjoy variety shows. Take it away. All right. Well, Singles Inferno is back and is back with a season two. So this is the second season that we're going to be talking about today. Basically, hot guys, hot girls trying to make a love connection of some sort, quote unquote. I find it hilarious, to be honest. So before I even jump into the description, just we all have to keep in mind, we realize these are produced shows and that although they're supposed to be real, they're produced. And so, you know, there's some things that I, with my suspension of disbelief issues, had to get over. So basic description of the show is that Singles Inferno is a dating show about gorgeous men and women from Korea that are meeting on this island, and they have eight days to get to know one another before they make a final decision whether they want to date, quote-unquote. It's the epitome of a reality TV show, but, you know, I enjoy these kind of shows. I enjoy watching it for a variety of reasons, and I'll get into that later. Let's talk about our lead people so like it's one of the things we always usually discuss is lead actors well in this one really there are no real actors like that because it's a variety show so the host you have four hosts who host the show and then you have these people who are the contestants who are on the show and the host just kind of direct questions and not even to the contestants they're just directing them amongst ourselves and kind of you know they're the people to help guide you as you're watching so you don't feel like you are just watching aimlessly if that makes sense They're kind of pointless, but they're there. So, you know, it is what it is. The hosts that they have on this show are... Wait, wait. Go ahead. Wait, you just... You said the hosts are kind of pointless? True, because I've watched plenty of dating variety shows where they don't have hosts and you don't need them. Like, Mm. really, it's just you seeing what's going on and seeing the action. Their purpose is supposed to kind of help, I guess, mediate it and help you to, you know, I don't know. Like, once I thought about it and I I compare and contrasted them, like there was this one I saw on Cocoa, I think. And you you had seen it when you were over here one time where the guys, it was the the, uh, gay drama the gay uh, variety show, that one. I enjoyed that one, but there were no hosts. They just let them, you know, do what they did and they took video and, you know, whatever. There was no one guiding the show. But so that's what made me realize, "Eh, it's kind of pointless. You don't necessarily have to have them, but they're there. So it is what it is. Well, let me ask this before you continue. Sorry to interrupt. No, you're Let me ask this question. Did they do like 
contests and stuff because that's they the do. only they reason do. I would imagine that they would have hosts. But the hosts are not the ones who facilitate that. Again, the hosts are truly, it's like if you and I are sitting in our house doing this uh, podcast and we're talking about what's happening over there in South Korea. That's how this looks. They are somewhere completely different. They, are, they don't interact wow. with these people at all. They are just on the side talking and then they cut back to what's happening on the show. Then they come back. Oh my gosh, I can't believe she did that. And then it's like reaction video. There we go. It's like reaction okay. video. Okay. Okay, and then I get the impression like the hosts are famous somehow, right? Yes, yes. So that's okay. where I was getting ready to go. The hosts are people that you know. So okay, so maybe that's that they're bringing the star element because I don't know how low down and tacky K variety shows are, but you know American reality they're shows not. are just ratchet. They're not. So they may need some extra element other than people kind of low-key flirting like how do how are the koreans flirting wait till we we're gonna get there we're gonna get there we're gonna it's part of my discussion we're gonna get there <laughs> okay 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 see, so, see i'm in it already let me tell you about your hosts so you have four hosts Idahi, which we know from island love is for suckers we've seen her in search www she's someone i personally like as a fave she's one of the hosts um she's who drew me into the show because when i first saw season one she was advertising it on her instagram because i follow her on instagram she was advertising on instagram and that's what made me go oh she's in a new show i want to watch then when i saw what it was i was like oh she's just the host but oh, okay still so i i stuck with one and i really enjoyed one let me just go ahead and say that. Now, I enjoy one more than I did two. But any which way, um, I stuck with one and then two, here I am back again because I like the concept. So, but she's one of the hosts. You also have uh, Cho Kyu-hyun, who is a member of Super Junior. He's a host on quite a lot of different variety shows. And as well, he's on this new one that I just started watching that's on Vicky called Peak Time. Peak Time, you're looking at these different idol groups who some have been disbanded, some have just uh, broken up, some military services put them on hold, some they are brand new to K-pop and they're trying to get out there. So like you got all these different groups and so you got a panel. I think it was like eight of them that were on the panel, but he's the lead judge. So I enjoy watching his stuff. Your third one is Hong Jin Q. She was in Legend of the Blue Sea. She's currently right now filming with Bitcoin or HK Coin, whichever you want to call it. Um, she owns a kimchi franchise, if I'm not mistaken, in Korea. Really? And she's well known for that too. Mm-hmm. They said it's a her pro her business is prospering. And when they showed her house girl, her house was fly. Woo! I love the house. No, I respect a side hustle when you know the acting isn't enough. Like you gotta do what you gotta do. So that's one of the other reasons why big ups to these hosts. They're like, okay, I can't just make my coin from acting alone. I'm gonna have to get out there and mix it up a bit. Yeah, because she was also a um because she's very tall, very slim and tall. She was a model prior to becoming a actress in so many words she wasn't in very many dramas so like that's not her claim to fame her claim to fame has really been the variety section and then like uh comedy if i'm not mistaken i think she's a comedian but she's done quite a few things also our last guy is jung hey han hey jung han hey he is a rapper singer 
former member of the hip-hop group Phantom, and he had a whole long list of variety shows he had been in, but nothing that I had seen before that stuck out, aside from he was the same, because these same four people were the season one hosts as well. Those are our hosts. So here's my thing. Idahi was in Love is for Suckers, which is about variety shows. Exactly! And she is the host of a reality I keep on defaulting at reality show, but variety True. show. Okay, that's funny because I actually skimmed that drama. And so you're going to have to tell me at some point if some of that really reflects what you were seeing when you watched this variety show. So what's the funny is season one came out before she did Love is for Suckers. Season two came out after. So it's kind of like she started off as the host, did Love is for Suckers, and then did season two. So I saw it the first go round. So when I watched Love is for Suckers, oh, I laughed a lot because I was like, oh, so this is what they be doing in the background. Oh, so this is what was happening. So then when I watched season two of uh, Singles Inferno, I just remember going, okay, yeah, some of this now I can see some things that I didn't see before. Mm, Oh, that's funny. That's funny. So your contestants, I'm not going to go through each and every one of them, but like you have people who were former Miss uh, Korea, you have people who are YouTube streamers and content influencers, you got people who are rookie actresses who are in school still, people who work for um, a garment store that was the season one, they had a cast member who owns this garment store. Well, one of the cast members this season is his employee. And I thought that was freaking hilarious. Like how he get on here. Um, professional models, TV personalities. You have one who's in school to be a doctor, one who is a doctor. He's a plastic surgeon. Now that was the key funny right there. So he is a plastic surgeon. That's a doctor who's very handsome in Love is for Suckers. Mm. That was exactly Tracy Wan. Or oh, is yeah. It? It was his role. I'm calling right. his name so incorrectly, but you know what I'm talking about. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> that was exactly his role. So I thought that was hilarious. Like, really, y'all? But yeah, you have people who chef, freelancer, uh, one who owns a clothing store. So like a variety of people from across Korea. Now, one of the chicks, I think she's Korean American. They didn't express that. So if anybody happens to know, please share that with us because I I would love to know. Is she Korean American or was she a Korean who was living in America going because she's in Hartford going to uh, medical school? Mm. In which case, that was the only thing that kind of stuck out this season as opposed to last season because everyone was just a, you know, regular Korean citizen who they had pulled. This time, I think she's a Korean American and I thought that was kind of interesting. Yeah, it's interesting how you'll have like, um, of course, people who are have some kind of flirtation with another country like Canada or something like that or America. And then they'll like come over to Korea. So explain this to me. I know that with American reality shows, those people are not there for love. They're really there to get on, right? They're there to become famous and to become known and to maybe get a reality show spinoff or something like that, or, or start doing a tour from reality show to reality show. Maybe they secretly think they're going to become actors, actors, who knows? Is that the same feeling you get from these contestants or are they just doing it as a lark and a fun thing to do? And then they're going to go back to their regular worlds. Honestly, I can't 
I don't know. Some, yes, you definitely feel there is a key market reason why they are here. Others, mm, did you just come because, you know, like, I don't know. And we'll talk about, I've got a little more to delve into. So we'll talk about that as well before we get into spoilers because we're not in spoiler territory just yet. Um, rating. My rating for this one for season two is a seven out of 10. The reason is I thought the first season was better. This one held my attention, but I thought season one was better. Standouts for me in this season would be is that, okay, so now here's where I begin to tell you about some of the, what you just asked. I'm getting ready to start answering it. One of the things that kind of made me pay attention this go round that I didn't pay attention to last go round is this is eight days. These people are together for eight days. One, two, three, four, <laughs> five, six, seven, eight, eight. Okay. They're not together long. You don't really have time to get to. No, let me just say this. In my experiences in life, you don't really have enough time to get to truly knowing caring about or loving people you only have enough time to like go oh I like his style I like how he dresses I like how he moves you know a little stuff like that but you can't really determine whether or not you're going to be with somebody or love them in so many words that's my personal opinion now some of these people didn't function in that manner and so that leads me back to where I was saying was this some production or you know some other stuff like go ahead and lean into those feelings or you know did they give them some hints because in lovers for suckers we see where the pd is telling people oh why don't you go over to his house or why don't you or his room or why don't you go do these things because she's trying to make the show interesting and watchworthy I'm wondering if some of that's happening here because one, it's Netflix. We know it's on Netflix. And so let's try to push a few things. I don't know because how you got feelings for somebody after eight days? That's all I want to know. How you got feelings? But in which case it attracted, attraction does happen pretty quickly. You could look at somebody and tell if you're attracted, but the rest of that, those real connections. Yeah. I got some, some in the back of my head about those. All right. Any other questions before I go on? Well, observation, a long time ago, when I was in college, uh, when reality shows were definitely a thing, but we were still innocent mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. new as far as what expectations were, like even Real Housewives of Atlanta, I thought those women were going to actually be bougie. And I was like, you're not even, you're not truly bougie. You, you're putting on airs, but you're not historically steeped in the family and the education and the class that makes up being bougie, right? And well, so- They ain't even fucking housewives, but moving Right, on. right, <laughs> right, right, exactly. But go on, it. So, right, so I think that there is this place where we delude ourselves and that may, and that's why you in particular with your suspension, your lack of suspension of disbelief is, it, it's, especially hilarious to me that you are watching these because <laughs> <laughs> exactly eight days don't do nothing but like tell each other this is who I want to hit next like male real talk if anything and so when they talk about date I can imagine date means we will see each other outside of this thing maybe once maybe twice but everything I know about reality shows is crafted. No, there, you're not putting that kind of money and time into a production 
to leave it up to chance. So that's why I remember eons ago, this show in America called Average Joe. I think they tried to have two seasons, but really it was just one. And it was like, they took this average guy and they told the ladies that he was doing big things, but really he was just an average dude in the world. And he was really checking for this blonde chick who took him out to the woods and hooked him the hook up. Okay. Mm. And he was feeling that chick. They had chemistry and everything. He was a simple man with simple needs, but they pushed him. <laughs> they pushed him to pick this like beautiful, but super impoverished woman because she was the crowd favorite because she was a Cinderella type. So after the show ended, you come to find out, yeah, it was all a put on. Yeah, like everyone kind of played their roles. The only difference between a reality show, maybe a variety show, and um, scripted content is that actors don't have to formally learn any lines. They just right. need to know what the scene is about and get to the end of the scene and have a fight somewhere in there. So... When you say, hey, I think there's this adjustment that people don't make, viewers don't make, this that ties in basic common sense, which you have, which is why you're going, eight days don't do nothing, right? There are lots of people who watch, I'm sure watch this show, and they're like, oh, they really have feelings for each other. How the hell can you? You barely like your coworkers the first week of work. Ma'am, who are you telling? <laughs> sometimes you don't even remember their names. Okay. I think, this, I think that sometimes, I think these variety shows get hyped up. Um, and, and when I talked about hyped up, I don't mean the viewers. I mean the contestants. The contestants feel chosen. Like, I think there's this whole psychological thing where they feel chosen. They feel special. This is their lucky day. This is their opportunity. I think they go. That's why that's why the um, female contestants of The Bachelor lose their complete shit. It's because they feel like they're chosen, they're seen, they're validated, they're beautiful enough, they're going to get on, they're super ambitious, it taps into that, you know, and if going off on one chick is the difference between them winning or losing, they're going to do it. You'd be like, how are you all like turning on real tears in the back of a limousine over some dude you didn't know two weeks ago because they're seducing themselves. They're hyping themselves up. So did you see that with this show? So that's where I'm heading into next. Um, I'll tell you about what the show. So spoiler alert, if you have not seen the show, please go take a look, take a gander, come back and listen again. I'm getting ready to start talking about actual things that happen on the show. So, you know, if you have seen it, great. Stick with us and tell us your thoughts as well. These people meet on an island in a big group format. So I think there's like nine that we started off with. They have them in this like seating area called the pit. And as they're, what happens is this, the pit is empty. You see the first contestant come out, they sit down. The next contestant comes out, they sit down. And so it's very awkward at first. No one's really talking to each other. They say their hello and then they just kind of sit there. But this is their opportunity for them to kind of like see each other, come out and physically assess each other and determine whether or not this person meets their physical style as they're entering the pit. 
Once they get in there, they can talk, but they can't tell their age. They can't tell their job. They can only ask like general questions. Um, they're given a tour of the island where they'll be staying for these eight days. And as they go along, oh, sorry, as they go along, they have competitions to determine if they will be able to go to Paradise, which is a hotel that is like a five-star hotel where they are able to take their selected date and have an opportunity to get to know them better. So one of the things right here that just had me hollering, I was like, hmm, it's not American TV. So ain't shit happening in these hotel rooms that they're showing us. So it's really just the opportunity for them to get to know each other. They have a pool, so they get to swim. There's usually like some activity they could do. And one of them, it was like a... uh uh, carnival style so they were able to like kind of go to the carnival and look around um, ride some rides things like that they have a restaurant you can go to the restaurant so like there's different stuff that they can do in the hotel so it's not just you being in that hotel room but most of them from what they showed us spent their time in the hotel room just talking to each other um, or going swimming anyway <clears throat> because they're in this hotel room and nothing is happening they even sometimes have them where they've brought a bed in so that they're not sleeping in the same bed they're sleeping apart from each other i found this hilarious because in my in my situation if it were me i would need to have a whole nother room because if we in the same damn room overnight and i call myself liking you i'm trying to see something i'm not just trying to <laughs> <laughs> i'm not i'm not I am not playing the let's just sleep and talk game. Like, no, what the fuck? No. Anyway. So that's just me. But, you know, I, I watched the show and laughed at that part because I think in the first season, they did have a couple who wound up sleeping in the same bed together. Of course, they don't tell us, don't see, you don't see anything else, but you do see that they slept in the same bed together. For this one, you never saw that. And what you did see was they had either bought that bed in or... They just don't show their sleeping arrangement at all. So you can't tell, did she sleep in the bed and he sleep on the couch? Was there a second bed? Or like, you can't, they don't give you any of that. Which, again, is not American TV. So, you know, I had to just kind of shake that part off. Um, you had one couple where, yes, they had done this, like, pool scene. The pool scene was hot because you could tell they was flirting. You could tell they was feeling each other. But then... It cut after that. There's nothing else you get to see after that. So who knows? Did they go to the next level? I don't know. They didn't show us that. You also, yes, as you asked, you got motherfuckers crying. And I'm trying to figure out why. How is you crying over somebody that you just met? And so I hear what you were saying about the American show. But for this chick, I thought about it just now because she was the one who is a studying like an upcoming actress so i'm like maybe this was our opportunity to put her acting chops on because baby you had known this man for five days and you were in big tears because he told you he was not interested what is you crying about and i'm like maybe it's me so i had to have a whole moment where i just sat and reflected upon myself because again you know me and my suspension of disbelief i <laughs> try to make this as normal and real as possible but i'm going in my time and in my experiences in life, if I have met somebody that I called myself liking and they were not feeling me, you move on. Now, if I have ever pushed someone to the point where they felt like I was making them uncomfortable, I apologize now, but that's my thing. Like I've had experiences where I've told a guy, no, I'm not interested. And they kept on coming. And it's like, dude, I said I wasn't interested. Now, next, I'm about to start being mean. I'm a cuss. I'm going to go off. I'm going to do whatever because I've expressed to you I'm not interested in you nicely. And you keep coming over here. So going about your business. That's how I felt for her because it was like, 
throughout the majority of the show, this all you hear her talking about is this man who done told her first it was real nice and he didn't even say it in the way that was direct. It was real indirect, but you know, you could tell he ain't feeling your ass. He got fucking direct because she kept coming. And so even after getting direct, you still boohooing and going on. And I'm like, girl, are you crazy? The fuck is wrong with you? He not interested. Move the fuck on. Then when someone was showing her interest, she's still spending her time talking to the dude who interested in her about this nigga who ain't interested. Like, what are we doing? Yeah, that that annoyed me. It makes sense. I guess so. It's TV, huh? (laughs) Well, not just that it's TV, but that if she had just accepted like his no it would have been boring they need drama tv like that's my point okay right they need that drama and and so she had to amp it up and take it to some like k-drama level of like the the ex-girlfriend who won't die that won't go away she had to be that she had to play that role and that's why I'm saying, like, I give her credit now that I think back to what you just said. Oh, she's trying to be an up and coming actress. So this may have helped her out in some manner. I don't know. That's funny. Was the casting done well? I say yes. Did I like the characters and the actors? The hosts, I like this as hosts. They did their job. Um, And I like the contestants. I think they were interesting characters. They had a mix of different types of people. So you didn't feel like there was any like one over the top type of personality. However, I do think production did a poor job. And so this goes back to what we just, you just said literally about it needing to have drama and needing to be TV. There are some characters who you just didn't get to experience or deal with much. And I'm figuring those must be the people who didn't play heavily enough on the drama, didn't give enough drama for the show to focus on them. But, you know, aside from that, I liked the majority. Um, Any notable issues, I spoke about this earlier, that people were being manipulated to have these fake feelings for what seemed to be these contrived eight days because somebody else cried about a guy who he immediately let her know he was not interested and she still had the audacity to shed tears. I'm like, girlfriend, are you serious? He told you from jump he was not interested in you. He ain't even give you a chance because he was already feeling somebody else. Two people at that. He was already feeling somebody else though and you inserted yourself because she was a new insert so like remember i told you they started with nine as the Mm. show goes on they bring in new people she was one of the new people they brought in so she was given the opportunity to have a date in inferno i mean in a paradise immediately she called him and you know he went on the date but he was like you know you're cool feeling other folks moving on she still didn't let go i'm going how stupid are you he told you he was not interested but again new to the scene gotta make some waves you can't come in and just get lost so so you don't get lost come on in here and make some noise and do some stuff okay fine i get it and i think we've had this conversation before but go ahead right no and and like real talk when you really get your feelings hurt like that at least for me maybe you know people are different I'm keeping my face together. Like, you're not going to see me cry right then and there. I might even just feel down a little bit later. Like, dang. (sighs) Well, missed out on that, dude. Like, but you're not going to see me straight bawling in front of a camera or bawling in front of people. And I think it's one, because I'm highly defensive, right? Like, I'm just like, nah, you're not going to see me look crazy in these streets. (laughs) But I'm like especially when you see cameras and stuff like that, the more authentic 
act is to look hurt, but not cry. Because like, I don't know. I just feel like there's a way to do that. If you're going to fake it, there's a way to look at where you look sympathetic. And it's unfortunate that they didn't go that route. Because if I have been the actor, the thespian <laughs> in that scenario, I would have been like, no, I understand. We're just not each other's type. Yeah, you seem like a great guy. Okay. And then people would feel sorry for my ass because I'm trying to keep my face up, even though clearly I'm hurt. There's a way to do it. But you don't have to devolve to tears yet again. That's too easy. They're 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 trite. They're basic. Well, actors. I feel like even aside mm. from that, like I told you, the time frame is the problem. If we were dealing in a longer span of time, I might give room for your tears. But eight days? No, ma'am. You ain't got time for tears right now. I'm sorry. You don't know them and you can't be that invested that quick. You just can't. Right. And except for um, Big Brother, the show Big Brother in America, most of these reality shows really film over short periods of time. Mm -hmm. They're not filming over like months even. No. They're filming for a chunk of time and then everything else is production magic. So. Right. And that, I mean, they clearly tell you it's eight days because you're doing a countdown as you're watching. So that's why I think for me, when I saw it was day five and you crying and I'm going, hmm, y'all probably should have kept that because that's where it just jacked it up for me. But, you know, it is what it is. Any final thoughts on this would just simply be, like I told you, E. Nadine, I just wanted to know was she a Korean-American or was she Korean living in America? Only because she was very Americanized compared to all the other contestants. And she spoke English much better than she spoke Korean. Like she would sometimes interchange between the two. And so she had difficulty speaking with some of the contestants because they didn't speak English, which I felt thought was a... Kind of hmm, wonder what they decided to pull her in for because this, you know, is obviously a, a block in so many words. But it, it, uh, it, let me just say this before you go on. I know I'm interrupting. You're you fine, can you're hate fine. me later. Like maybe it's her bona fides. Like I don't know what kind of family she comes from, but she's going to Harvard. I'm not putting so much weight on Harvard, but she I has mean, something Harvard that's flex. Right. She <laughs> has something that's flex worthy. And so that may be why they were doing it. Like, and for her, it's flex worthy to have said, oh yeah, for the summer or whatever, I went to South Korea and I was in a reality show. It's a win-win both ways. Even if she never does anything else with it, it's a standout somehow for her. And it's a standout for them because then they're kind of, it's on Netflix, right? They have in a quote unquote American or American nice character that kind of attracts the non-Korean um, crowd that's watching. So maybe that's why she's there. Maybe, maybe. So at the end of the day, I am going to say, should somebody watch it or walk away? Watch it. Why not? If you're into dating shows, variety shows, or seeing other cultures in a less produced way, I mean, we we just discussed there's still production happening. This is a nice break away from just your regular dramas. I have another question. Go right ahead. So how often do they have this show? Like how, how many cycles, you know, once upon a time it was seasons, it was once a year, but television isn't like that anymore. 
did they have this show like so two this, or three times a year? No, this was season one was last. Uh oh, sorry, season one was last year. This was season two, and I've looked on their drama list. Yeah, my drama list. They have a season three coming. In in this year or next year? Let me take a look at that specifically because I didn't, uh, you know, figure when it comes out I'll watch, but wouldn't press press about it. It appears. Let's see. I don't see dates. Okay. This has the Singles Inferno season three, but there are no dates as yet. The reason I say that is because reality shows in America got to a point where they started calling them cycles instead of seasons, or maybe they were just trying to do a cutesy way of saying it. And I'm thinking specifically about America's Next Top Model, where you might have, um, and don't hold, hold me to this, but I, if I remember correctly from a long time ago, you could have two cycles in a year. And it's because it was a short turnaround. Like the show wasn't like, maybe they weren't even recording beyond two weeks. So they could do like this thing where it's like, oh, in the beginning of the year, oh, the end of the year. So I was just wondering what the time frame was, because if you only have a show that's eight days, then why aren't you having it more often? <laughs> well, they please know they stretch it out. Even though it only, they tell you clear as day is eight days, they stretch it out. It's not like you're quickly getting through it. Oh, okay. So the eight days, I mean, so does it go over the two months or does it go over? I didn't think it was, you know, one episode a day, but is it like what? Two episodes a day? So oh, gosh, 16? no. One a week. No, no, no. Not like that. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm being confusing. I mean, do they take like when they say, hey, this is day three, does day three last for two episodes sometimes it just depends on i guess content okay okay i was trying to understand like how long could you stretch like those eight days because i'm assuming that like at the very least you're stretching one day for two episodes to get to what they have a total of 16 episodes um pulling now to see there were a total of 10 episodes. Okay. And that's why I was saying it's not like it's a strategic when you see episode one, it's half of episode one or half a day one into half a day two. Like that's not how mm. they did it. Sometimes it was, sometimes it was not. So I guess they base it on what's happening, but there were a total of 10 episodes and they stretched out those eight days through that. Mm. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I'm just thinking, considering the recording schedule, um, they could do more. <laughs> but hey, I mean, I'm only I'm only suggesting that for those of you who love this show, um, not because I'm dying to see it, <laughs> <laughs> because I I've kind of given up on most reality shows. Um, at least American ones, they're too fake and they're too toxic. And for a while, when I would watch, um, not watch the reality shows, but what I would do is I would know who the characters were 
because it would be all over social media. And then I would watch the reunion episodes. And typically in America, they have like two reunion, you know, they have like the first half and the second half of the reunion episode. And it they pretty much rehash what happened through the whole season anyway. So you don't have to watch and the tediousness of the season to get to the highlights and to get to the backbiting and all the crazy. So if I wanted to be toxic, it I was doing two episodes. I wasn't doing three months of back and forth and, and fake meetings at restaurants and throwing chairs and stuff. I wasn't dealing with all of that. Um, but I've even given that up because I can watch a K drama. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I can watch like C dramas, J dramas, K dramas. If I'm concerned about seeing folks get violent, I can watch a Ajuma slap a chick. Okay, like I don't need, to, <laughs> I don't need to watch um, most reality shows. So my interest in listening to you was to understand if it if the Korean variety show is the best of what reality shows could be like do you think that I don't know that I understand your question okay so given that I you know how American reality shows are are South Korean variety shows a better option if you are turned off by American reality shows I'm going to say yes. Why? Because you're not dealing with the stuff that makes American reality shows so yeah, because that's for me why I don't watch American reality shows. They have too much happening. There's things that just don't make sense and I don't have the energy. Okay. I mean, because I knew that they weren't going to like show like the sex, of course. Um, but then, like Man. you just stated, there's other things that are that make them it. The fighting, the arguing, the drama, that's all of that's not there. So they don't have a lot of infighting between the mm -mm. characters. Mm -mm. Oh, okay. See, no. I didn't know that. I no. didn't know. I, I knew there was matter of fact, they're the cheering each other on, even though they know you like the same guy I like, but they're cheering each other on. So no. Oh, see, that's something I didn't know. Cause I, I knew that there was clearly contention when a you know, one person turned another person down, but I didn't know if the women were fighting each other, if the men were uh -uh. fighting each other. I didn't know what Wait, was going on. Every now and again, you might catch someone say, oh, okay, you're, you're turning this into a competition, but they're like, it's not the same. It is totally not the same. Oh, okay. That's interesting to note. Like just, yeah. I mean, I, seriously, you, it, what may be common to you is like, I, I don't know at all because I've only caught snippets here and there of like South Korean reality or variety shows. And I always think, oh, those are like real vanilla. And then I just wander off yeah. um, because I'm not getting what the interaction is between the folks. Like when I, when we watch the one about the, you know, gay guys in the home together, I wanted to continue watching, but it really seemed really kind of boring. Like, I don't find it boring. And I think that's the point is like, for me, I don't enjoy all the over the top. Cause again, right. I feel like that's acting all the right. over the top 
calling folk out their name, fussing and cussing, throwing chairs, fake restaurant meetings. Now, yes, you got your fake restaurant meetings, but <laughs> in the fake restaurant meetings, they're not coming together to, uh, we going to attack her, we going to say this to her. Like, they're not coming for those types of things. So the reality shows I've seen in America take it too too damn far. They're over right. the top time times 10. These, right. I feel like it's just a matter of seeing how people interact, you know, letting people say what they're going to say and do what they're going to do and then moving on because I don't know, it's it's different. It's just different. You would have to at least watch one or two episodes so that you could kind of get a feel for it. But I don't necessarily like, because I hear you saying vanilla and kind of boring. I don't think they're boring either because okay. they kept my atten- attention. Okay. Okay. No, that's, that's the kind of stuff I want to know. Cause it sounds like these are extended, like, you know, when you go to like those dating sessions where you, I know there's a name for it, where you sit, you talk to the guy and then everyone shifts. Yes. Like those blind date kind of sessions they have, you know, you sit, talk to a guy for three minutes and then go to the next guy and it shifts around. I, it sounds like this is an extended version of that where it's like, okay, I'm going to meet you. No, you're not my type. Okay. Shake hands. Nice to meet you. Then you move to the next table. He moves to the next table and, and it keeps on going. I forget what those are called. They used to be super, super popular. Chances are, well, maybe they stopped being popular because of COVID, but, um, what is it? Three minute dates or something? I forget what they were called, but it sounds like this is an extended version of that. And I'm glad to know that, you know, people are not like acrimonious for no reason. Like other than the fake tears, like there isn't some kind of like, um, conflict just for the sake of conflict. So yeah, I, no, no. So I will really consider watching, um, yeah. at least this one, or I may go to that. What is it? physical 100 or whatever that one was called I now physical 100 that. is not dating that one is no it's not yeah I'm I know say that's not. something completely different I know it's not but if I'm going to watch a variety show I want to start with that <laughs> with the bodies yes okay I'm going to be oh. a horn dog I'm going to find a horn dog that I can't find on singles infernal right I'm going to find find the naked bodies rubbing up against each other oh jesus okay and (laughs) (laughs) with the oil and the dust (laughs) oh lord have mercy okay they're not even doing nothing in pools okay yeah let me go watch them do stuff in the water in the the not cold water anyway anyway um, how would you like to end this now that I'm going to um, stop interrupting you? <laughs> oh, I am done. Unless you had any further questions, that is my review of Singles Inferno. Well, okay, you guys, you know how we do. Uh, please comment, follow, subscribe, do all of that stuff. I'm sure that helps us with our analytics and like. <laughs> Seriously, we appreciate it. But really, we just we want to hear from you. So look look us up on social media. We're everywhere. And tell us what you think about this show and about us and our <laughs> crazy ass opinions. By the way, before you do the close out for real, by the way, if you have the opportunity, please head yourself to blackgirlsoul.com 
forward slash what is www.blackgirlsoul.com and look at our BGS shop. We have a new collection up. It is the 99 Problems. Got 99 Problems and it's all about these dramas. So please head on over, check us out and we appreciate you. Look at her. Look at her being so on her game because I'm straight going to say deuces to y'all. And she reminded us that we actually have a store. People like our stuff. They are buying it. So you want right? to check it out. <laughs> I mean, I'm not surprised. I mean, I think we did a good job of trying to start looking at what we would wear. I feel like you should check it out. Seriously. With my open heart. Very earnestly said check out our store anyway i am something else with song gray have a good one bye thank you so much for listening to black girl soul we enjoyed having you and please subscribe like and follow our facebook page youtube channel twitter page instagram page and join our facebook group you can also find us on patreon please look below for links see you guys next week